1: Earlier this year, we had the pleasure of sitting down for a second time with the one, the only, Miss Cynthia Bailey. Today, we release this chat. Listen, guys, there's only five pieces of real estate. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. I can't help the fact that there's a line out the door of people that want to come on behind the velvet rope. So listen, some episodes get released really quickly. Other ones take a week or two or three. This one is from earlier this year. Now, the thing that I find so interesting, and listen, we've had Cynthia on. This is her second time. We've had Mike Hill on twice. I love them both. I love them together. I don't think there's all this drama, as everyone says. I am not saying anything bad about either of them. I just think it's so interesting to listen to this chat, which happened not years, but just mere weeks and months before this, you know, whole announcement of the Mike Hill. Cynthia Bailey divorced, which they're now divorced. You know, there's a lot of he said, she said. But I think it's so interesting because we touch upon that. It came up during my first chat with her, came up during both chats with Mike Hill. So listen, knowing that this was only like a few months before this whole thing that we're now in the middle of. Well, their divorce is final, so we're not in the middle of anything. And this, again, it's just a few months. My, how time's change. So this chat has never been heard before. Of course, we talk about girls' trip at RHOA and Nini and Kenya and so much more. So here we are. You welcome back, Miss Cynthia Bailey. Hey, everyone. This is David. Welcome back, Behind the Velvet Rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined back by the one the only miss cynthia bailey hi what so is excited
0: to talk to you today we have
1: so much to talk about oh my god well first of all welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just start with that Thank you. we do have a lot to talk about i mean you know for all of those that said you know oh what is she gonna do? Atlanta Housewives is over. What happens now? It's not even a joke. You have been busy. I have. You know what? I'm laughing, but
0: honestly, when I left, there was a small part of me. You know, I am a Pisces, and I was like, "Well, child, you know, I've had a good run. It's been 11 incredible, incredible years." But you know, there is that small part of you that you know gets in your head, and you're like, "Okay." what's going to happen next is, you know, am I going to be able to, what is this next chapter really going to be like?
1: Of course. I mean, that's only, listen, I'm like a Gemini and unless I have 30 things lined up at all times, Come on. I, I, I get it. Like we don't even want a day off. Like we, we're we off. If
0: I'm usually even off for a week, I'm like freaking out. Like, oh my God, is my career over? Like, you know, has it did, a, did my moment pass? So I you know.
1: am. I'm so at the same way, like I am so stressed and so busy. And I'm literally on the verge of a breakdown. And then it's like, you have like half a day where you're like, okay, finally after weeks. And then you're like, wait a second.
0: Somebody was- me. What's happening?
1: It's, it's crazy. Well, I mean, there are so many, you know, no shades to anyone that have left housewives and we don't really know what has happened. So I'm glad. Well, listen, let's talk about the obvious. I see you have your seagrams right in front of us. So let's talk about you know we have a lot to talk about but let's talk about this mimosas now I really want to hear all about this.
0: Okay, so Mother Mother's Day is coming up, and you guys know that. Well, if you don't know, with all the jobs that I have, even in this next chapter, thank you, Lord. Uh, my biggest and most important job is being a mom. So I go hard for the moms out there. I'm all about celebrating each other, especially women and mothers. Every day should be Mother's Day. So in the spirit of celebrating moms, Seagrams and I came up with our Mamosa. Mamosa, just for you moms. Basically, super easy. We try to keep it simple. Any Seagrams Escape flavor that you want. I'm going with my signature cocktail that I came up with Seagrams, that I created with Seagrams. Uh, you guys remember seeing it on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'm going to do... Basically, I just do half of my Seagram's Escapes, my Peach Bellini. Again, you guys can use any flavor that you want from the line, and just any white sparkling wine. I'm gonna put a little prosecco in here, and oh any my gosh. you want. I threw some blueberries in here. You guys can do strawberries, you can do pineapples, whatever you want to do. But I love it with my Peach Bellini. I'm sticking with it. Again, to all the badass moms out there, continue to be great. We love you. I love my my mom. Love you, mom. Thank you for, for for making me, for supporting me, and for loving me. So cheers to you guys. Cheers to you. The mom most from Seagram's Escapes. And for all the other delicious recipes, guys, make sure you just go into seagramsescapes.com because they got some good ones.
1: Listen, who doesn't love a Seagram's of any sort? That looks so delicious. And I, I <laughs> think my outfit, which was not even planned. <laughs> It matches your outfit. You're in orange. This is, I mean, it's like, you are on brand today, Cynthia. You are I, on brand. Listen, I'm telling you, <laughs> but listen, I mean, I think I like it with the blueberries and I think I would choose the blueberries for my seagrams. It's
0: really delicious. And it's very light, even for the people out there that don't really like a heavy, heavy drink. What I love about my seagrams escapes flavors is you can bring them up or you can bring them down. You can like, it's only, it's a very, very little alcohol. If you just drink it straight. But you can layer it, you know, some, you know, especially being an ex-housewife, honey, mama. <laughs> likes, I'm all for the sparkling white wine, but, you know, toward the weekend, you know, I do a little vodka or a little splash of tequila in one of my flavors. I but, was
1: just going to yeah. say, I love it layered with like a little vodka. Love that.
0: Oh, yeah, it's great. Very light, very delicious.
1: Well, listen, you also signed with Sea Jam. I mean, talent like you have. I mean, you've always done acting, but you you're you're acting as you've been busy with that, too.
0: I have, you know what? I've always had acting aspirations like way back in the day, you know, when I started my modeling career, I did do some small acting roles like on the Cosby show and different things like that. So, oh, I debuted in Sandra Bernhardt's movie, Without You, I'm Nothing. So I've had moments. It's come in and out out of my career. Um, But for so many years, I was so successful with my modeling career, that just became my focus. And then I transitioned right into reality TV with Real Housewives of Atlanta. And then that just kind of took over my life. And now that I'm in my next chapter, I'm getting, I'm really, this is what I think is my next, really, I think acting is my next chapter. And I'm also enjoying hosting as well. That's been great. I would like to eventually maybe have my own show. I love spotlighting, you know, women. I'm all about women empowerment. I love highlighting small businesses, Black-owned businesses, all of that stuff, anything that's positive.
1: Now, I have seen Without You, I'm Nothing many times, but- You have? Oh yes, yeah. Sandra Bernhardt, please. That like, was me in there. Well, I haven't seen it any time recently, but where oh. I'm gonna now, I'm gonna have to go watch it again, Cynthia. Oh no, you do. There's like I'm basically like her
0: alter ego, so I don't have any lines, and I'm like the only you know like a black beautiful model girl in there, and I'm just kind of like doing little vignettes all throughout the movie. But it was so cool because, A, I got to meet Sandra Bernhardt, number one. And at the time when I did it, I was like probably 19, 20 years old. And I had just moved to New York. I'd never been to L.A. We shot the movie in L.A. At the time, she was best friends with Madonna, who was dating Warren Beatty. And, you know, they were like, you know, you know, come with us to Spagos. And I had never really been around like famous, famous people because I was, you know, just a model. So I was like, wait, am I really sitting Next to Madonna at Spargo's. This is crazy.
1: Okay, slow down. Now, this is, <laughs> this like I did not, ex- okay, so what is, what is it like, you know, going out to a dinner with Madonna? Like, it's- Madonna is my Beyonce. Let's just put it that way. Like, she is oh my. my- well, first of all, I was in
0: shock because, like. You know, it's interesting because, like I said, I was so new. I was 19. And you know when you're like around people on that level? And this is before Instagram because, you know, I'm like 55. I turned 55 in the Big Brother house this year. So (laughs) mama has been around. And I have a book that I really have to write because I have so many stories like this that a lot of people don't even realize. But anyway, so I rolled to Spagos with them. And, uh, we're sitting there and Madonna is right next to me. And I'm like, I don't even know how to act. I've never been around, you know, I'm from Alabama. I just got to New York. I booked this movie. Now I'm in LA. I'd never been to LA. I was like, just excited to see my hotel room. I was like, oh my God, I'd never stayed in like a nice hotel. Like I think I was at the Mondrian. So I was like, oh my God, I'm going to steal all the soaps. I'm going to steal everything that's free in here. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you're like a up and coming, yes. starving model. So, I was like trying to figure out what I was going to take from the hotel pretty much <laughs> the whole time. And they're like, hey, you know, meet us downstairs while I go to Spargo's. I didn't know what Spago's was. I was like, okay, how should I dress? Anyway, you know, I had like the, not the right clothes anyway, but I was just, you know, thinking it until I made it. So, I was like, okay. So, anyway, so I'm sitting next to her. So nice, so sweet, you know like I order she orders and she's like oh is that good you know like just super super cool and the whole time I think I was in shock I had nothing to add to the conversation I I mean what do you say around these people they're all like oh yeah this oh and then we went to Herb's birthday party after like at his house they were like oh Herb wants us to go to his birthday party I was like in my mind Herb Ritz because at that point I had heard of Herb Ritz I was a model but I was still new so I was like I am not going to this party with Madonna Beatty, and Sandra Bernhardt. So we go and it's like all these famous people there. I want to say, like Grace Jones was there. It was crazy. I was like, it didn't even feel real. Like I want to do, I need a do-over of that now that I know what time it is before. I was just sitting in a corner, like, okay, this is not really happening. This is crazy.
1: And like warm dating Madonna were like a big thing at that. You know what I mean? It lasted for a minute, but still it was a big thing. And
0: he was so lovely too, by the way. He was so sweet, by the way, as well. And I love Sandra. Shout out to Sandra Bernhardt. You know, I get to see her a lot. It's funny because a lot of times when I do Andy's show, watch What Happens Live, I always end up with Sandra. And we just, we just go back from when I was 19 years old. So she's seen my journey. So like just, you know, watching me, you know, on Housewives, she knew me way before then, before I'd even, you know, you know, flown to LA for the first time. So we have a lot of history together.
1: Wow. I was going to say, like, it probably has been like 10 years since I've seen it and you were on there for 11 years. So that's probably why now I'm definitely going to go back and rewatch it.
0: Oh, no, you'll get your life.
1: (laughs) And you were just in Cruel Instructions on Lifetime.
0: Yes, yes, yes. I was in Cruel Instructions And that was really cool because it was like my biggest part so far. Like I literally was like, okay, I'm gonna roll up my sleeves (laughs) jump in my acting classes and I'm just gonna like start auditioning. And I got the part, we shot it in Vancouver. I was there for like, I don't know, like 15 days or whatever. I play a mom, which, you know, I am a mom. So I had a lot to pull from, you know my daughter was a teenager, you know, Noel's 22 now but you know, I could pull from all of that. So it was amazing. Everyone that I worked with was so lovely. The director, Stan Brooks, was great, and, um, you know, I love that Lifetime really went there with this movie, uh, and I'm a Lifetime fan, like, that's like, speaking of moms and Mother's Day, my favorite thing to do with my mom is sit up on the couch and watch Lifetime all day, so I was like, I can't believe I'm on Lifetime, because this is really my favorite way to decompress, you know, so, um it was really cool, uh, but what? anyway, I was gonna say I love that Lifetime I went there with the topic, you know, institutionalized child abuse, like all these different facilities that people send their kids to, and you know, they manipulate them and pretty much brainwash them, and the parents don't know what's going on; they think they're protecting them and getting them help, and all this stuff is going on. It really is a huge problem, and I was really glad. I was really glad that Lifetime really spot, you know, shine a spotlight on that because honestly, until I did the movie. I just didn't really realize like how real it was. And then I did Paris Hilton's podcast and, you know, really a lot of it was based on her experience. So it just was a whole thing. So it's something that as a mom, although I didn't personally experience and Noel didn't personally, hasn't personally experienced anything like that. I still want to continue to talk about it because just even acting the part. I really felt like it was happening to my kids. So um, I definitely uh, want to keep that conversation going And do whatever I can on my part to, you know, you know, support and do anything I can do, just lend, you know, whatever I can to making sure people know about uh, what, you know, what the issues are, you know, when it comes to institutionalized child abuse.
1: So I was just in Miami for Art Basel the other weekend. I didn't bring my relief ban. It's just a simple plane there. was there for a few days and it's a simple plane back. You guys know I get motion sickness from boats and stop and go traffic. So what do I need my relief band for when I'm just taking a plane? Wrong. Apparently now I have motion sickness on planes as well. What do we need to learn from this? It's better to have your relief band and not need it than to need it and not have it. If I had relief band, I wouldn't have had motion sickness from the damn plane. Relief band is the number one FDA cleared anti-nausea wristband that's been clinically proven to relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness and anxiety and migraines and hangovers in this case i have motion sickness and i could have used it on that plane now i know you guys are a whole bunch of holiday travel coming up you guys are jet setters where are you all going for your holidays if you want the band that actually works at relieving your nausea check out relief band right now i've got an exclusive offer just for behind the velvet rope listeners you can go to reliefband.com and use promo code velvet You'll get 20% off plus free shipping and a no questions asked 30 day money back guarantee. Head to R E L I E F B A N D dot com and use our promo code VELVET for 20% off plus free shipping. I mean, it's true. Like before Paris' documentary, which I watched like the second it came out because I love Paris Sultan too, I was like, oh my God. And then when I saw this movie, I was like, wow, yeah. it's really, there's a lot. Yeah, and
0: she told me, Paris told me when I did a podcast, did a podcast that it was even worse than what we were able to even show, like what she really went through. Like we almost wow. i have mean, an emotional wreck on our podcast. Like I was just triggered in so many ways as a mom and, you know, I was crying, she was crying. And, you know, it was just, it, it was really, I love that she is making that part of her, her mission to really keep that conversation going because, you know, as someone on her level, you just can't imagine like some, something like this happening to her. Toy. and it
1: really
0: truly did so yeah cruel and in, cruel instructions if you guys missed it um you can watch it on demand lifetime.com check it out it's it's a it's a really great movie
1: it was great well another uh, actor who's been working a lot lately is Mr. Mike Hill the two of you you're okay. both like all of a sudden it's <laughs> like acting 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 would you guys ever want to like star in something together
0: I can't believe you just said that like why are we reading for a show Tonight, like we're doing a self-tape tonight, like, and we both are, it's for the same show for the first time, because normally I help him with his self-tapes, he helps me with mine, you know, he's like my reader, I'm his reader, and tonight we're actually reading for the same show, so who knows, hopefully we'll get this show, it's a show for B T Plus, I don't want to put too much out there, but basically, that would be our dream, like we Love each other. He is my best friend, and we, you know, we want to do stuff together. We're together all the time. We're like, you know, of a certain age. Like this is kind of it. Like we're starting to dress alike. We don't have the matching track suits yet. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But we are comfortable, and you know, he's working hard. I'm working hard, and we're having fun. So I would love, love, love for us to do something together. We, We have some things that we're planning. So.
1: You just had your matching yellow this past weekend, or I mean, so you're you're like one step away from the tracksuit, Cynthia.
0: We are a whole auntie and uncle over here at this point. You know what I'm saying? We were actually laughing about doing like some kind of podcast where we just really get to be unk, unk and TT, like seriously. And people love that we were matching. Like I was like, babe, we need to maybe come up with a little. Uh, and TT clothing line, because I think we may be on to something, you know, this getting older thing can work for us.
1: (laughs) I was just going to say, like, maybe this is another clothing venture. I mean, you've done, you know, the bags, which we're going to talk about in a second. why do you think right because you guys are so together you're matching like this is i mean you're (laughs) happy why do you think every now and then you know the stuff surfaces on the blogs i mean the last time mike was here he talked about i think valentine's and it was some headline that was i'm like this isn't even like you can't even get this headline from this interview like it is so (laughs) taken out of context
0: because they try it. they will find if there's anything they can run with and try to turn it into a thing, they will. And uh, I didn't even know anything about it because apparently all this happened when I was in a big brother house. And when I came out, yes. I like, was the You missed like a whole thing. I was like, wait, what? Cause you know, we didn't have phones or any kind of communication in there, so.
1: And I don't even remember what the headline, but it was like, so normally I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. But this was so egregious. And I'm just like, why do you think these blogs are just so like, can't we all just be happy?
0: No, you know what? Here's the thing. I actually was naive enough to think that once I actually left Housewives, that no one was going to talk about me anymore. <laughs> I thought, like, okay, that door is closed. I'm going into this next chapter. Nobody really cares about this next chapter. I'm kind of like, I thought in my mind was off limits. They have a talk about the new housewives. Talk about their relationships. Like, leave me alone. Like I did my time. But it never stopped. That was like, oh, so I'm not even on the show. And I'm still like, like anything that happens, any, you know, clickbait is still real. Anything, you know, my husband and I are very transparent. Like if I say, oh my God, Mike gets on my nerves. Like, you know, we live together. Of course it's going to get on my nerves. The blog headline is Cynthia Bailey uh, thinking about divorce. Mike is getting on her nerves. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's kind of, you know, it comes with you know, it it just comes with the whole celebrity thing. We just kind of laugh about it, but it was so crazy also because when I remember when Mike did your interview, he loved your interview and he was like, oh babe, it was so great. You know, you definitely have to sit down and talk to them. Like he's like, was such a big fan of it. And then they took a splice (laughs) from the interview that was a great interview and tried to turn it into, into something negative which is just unfortunate. But at this point, you know, I have a thick skin he's getting a thicker skin, um, because being you know, in a to a former housewife. Yeah. I didn't realize, you know, <laughs> he was signing up what he was signing up for. He has to kind of think before it says, says, you know, before he says things or just be ready to defend it because they will definitely pick everything apart. It just just what it
1: is. Well, tell him I had nothing to do with that. And hopefully he still liked the interview because it was yeah. a great freaking interview and it yeah. was I think the headline was something about divorce. And it was one of these like, yeah, Cynthia and I had an argument on our anniversary. OK, well, that was said in this and interview. It was a story. Right. Like,
0: we had the best time. It was our anniversary. And I can't even remember what happened. Um, I think I like started the argument, to be honest. Like I was in a bad mood. It was our anniversary. You know, I should have been in a good mood. But like we were hanging out and like one thing turned into the next. I was like, we are not really having an argument on our actual anniversary, but hey, we're normal people. We are And it's not like, you know, at that moment I was like, I wanna get my point across. And if it turns into an argument, it turns into into an argument and I don't care if it's our anniversary. (laughs) This is happening. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna get my point across right now. And
1: that's,
0: you know, we don't pretend like, hey, we never argue and hey, you know, whatever. And he just loved that he could be transparent and have fun with it because it was actually funny that it actually happened, you know?
1: Well, he's welcome back anytime because I really thoroughly love that interview. And I'm like, this is just so dirty, people. Like, so dirty.
0: We love you. We just don't like the ones who try to make a thing a thing. We already have our real issues. So we don't need you guys to try to make up some issues. Like, and we, you know, like I said, we're pretty transparent. We kind of talk about things. We love talking about relationships because, you know, we're like a real couple that deals with, you know, different issues. We're like everyone else.
1: And you really thought, like, when you left Atlanta Housewives, like, that's it. No, no more headlines for me. That's, you know, I I'm not
0: that. I was like, you know what? They don't. Now I can just sit in my bubble and focus on my acting and just kind of like, like, I literally thought, I'm just going to kind of disappear, fall off the radar for a few years. And then I'm going to come back as this big actress. And then they can talk about all the movies I'm doing. I can't wait to work with Viola Davis. Like, I honestly thought no one would actually hair. And <laughs> then I had an argument with Mike on our anniversary. Well, I was wrong. I came out and apparently it had almost, I think it had even gone viral. Like, people were, like, asking me about it, like, left and right. It was nuts.
1: It was literally crazy. See, it's good that you were in the Big Brother house at that time. It's actually good.
0: Meanwhile, I'm in there going back and forth with Todd Bridges. I'm cooking with Carson. And I come out and I'm like, wait, Rihanna's running. Wait. Mike said what? Wait. This, like... Crazy.
1: Did you love your time in the house? I mean, I am, besides being a housewife's aficionado, I am a huge Big Brother fan. So You
0: are? Oh huge. my goodness. I had, you know what, how do I, you know, it's like an experience that you can't really describe. Um, like I've never been through anything like that before. I literally went into the house, not really knowing a lot about the show. Like I watched a couple episodes. I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the big brother house. Let me watch. And I only watched celebrity big brother, which was a mistake. I should have watched the regular big brother because that's where you kind of learn stuff. And, you know, you understand if someone has different, you know, you know, several alliances. Like I thought you pick one alliance, you stay true to that alliance nobody like no matter what your alliance is your alliance I didn't know you could have like two or three people were asking me left and right and I was so offended I was like I'm in an alliance already how dare you try to get me into your alliance I am down with Carson and Shayna, and I just wore it so proudly that um I don't know I just played it the way that I played it how it played in real life if I was really in an alliance with a bunch of friends I guess and uh it, it worked out for me in the end like between my cooking and cleaning and just being true to my alliance and being a woman of my word, I, you know, I went all the way to the final three, I almost won in the end, <laughs> and I never won anything the whole time I was in the house, never won a competition, I was on the block more than a few times, I was even, I even survived a double eviction one night, like I knew I was leaving one night, I was like, okay, I'm back on the block again, I just got off the block, Now I'm back on the block, my butt is going home, and I was still there, like, ready to cook dinner. Okay. And I was like an auntie in the house too. I think that's why they kept me as well.
1: <laughs> well, I do think that if you were in the final two, that yes, you would have won against either Anisha oh. or.
0: Yeah. I didn't, had no idea. Like, cause I didn't get to see anything and everybody that left the house got to see all the lives and I never saw any of that stuff. So I had no idea being completely closed off to the world that had I, wa- had I made it to final two, that Pretty much, I was going to get everyone's vote. <laughs> yeah,
1: were you like, did anything when you watched it back? Were you upset you voted for Todrick? You know, like there was the whole controversy and like everyone came to cancel Todrick, and I mean he's doing just fine. He's on tour, but I to be,
0: listen, I have to be honest. My reality was in that house, and Todrick was good to me in that house, from what I saw. So what I didn't know, I just didn't know. And, uh, you know, when Carson left, I was really sad when Carson left because he was like my rider and I didn't really have anyone like, you know, Lamar and Todd had each other, Misha and, and Todrick had each other. And then I was kind of like a lone wolf and Carson was gone. So kind of honestly, after Carson left, I was like, okay, I can go now. And uh, Todrick really took me under his wing for good reason <laughs> the damn game <laughs> right but no like honestly uh we really connected in the house and I know he got like a lot of heat or whatever but at the end of the day he played the hell out of the game him and Misha Tate both and they were definitely a dynamic duo in the house and you know people can like not like them or like not like the way they play the game but you know at the end of the day you know it, it, it's just a game and I don't you know, judge them or their character on what happened in that house, in, a, in that situation. For me, it's right. all about how we are outside of the house. And, um, you know, I have really bonded with everyone in the house and, and I have love for all of them.
1: Do you guys know that the holidays are the busiest and most stressful time of the year? Well, this year, I'm calm and cool and collected thanks to Talkspace. Talkspace offers both therapy and psychiatry right from the comfort of my phone. I can reach out to my provider anytime, anywhere. And let's face it, there's a lot of family involved during the holiday season. Well, listen, with Talkspace, I'm able to talk out all my family issues. There's no more need to commute to appointments and miss time at work and line up and wait. It's right from the comfort of your own home or phone from wherever you are. It's mental health care made easy. You just easily sign up online and you get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you. And you don't have to wait for that. That usually happens within 48 hours. As a listener behind the velvet rope, you get $100 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com. velvet To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Slash velvet to get a hundred dollars off your first month that's right talkspace.com slash velvet that makes a lot of sense what did you get any advice from candy going into the house because she had done it before. I did
0: I did she told me to and I didn't really take any of the advice because she was like don't jump into an alliance right away I literally rang the doorbell walked step one foot in Carson opened a door and he was like, oh my God, do you want to work together? And I was like, yes. And I was like, shit, am I in an alliance already? Like I said, I was going to wait. I was supposed to wait. I think I'm already like in now. So I didn't take a lot of her advice. I pretty much did everything uh, on instinct. I didn't really know what I was doing. And then I was in like, I was in like, I could have been in like five alliances that the first day I got there had, I wanted to, because for some reason, like people like, you know, they saw value. <laughs> they were like, we're going to go get Cynthia. And I was like, wait, why is everyone asking me to be in an alliance? Like, I can only
1: one alliance at a time, people.
0: Seriously. You know?
1: <laughs> well, speak, well you, you got to third place. You didn't follow Candy's rules, but you got fought farther than her. So you did well. What about, you know, speaking of candy, you know, the last time you were here, we talked about and I said, you know, do you miss like, you know, the real housewives of Atlanta, you're, you're busy, but you know, it's 11 years and you said to me, you know, you're working, you don't miss it. But like, let's see what happens when it's back on the air and it's airing and everyone's doing press and it's in your face. Well, here we are, Cynthia, it's back on the air. Now, I mean, do you miss it?
0: You know what I have to say? I have been fine. I've been so busy. But I will say with all the promotion for it, and then it actually coming on, I felt kind of some kind of way. I was like, wait, I'm not there. Like, it just did feel a little weird for me. Now I did, you know, promote it because I really wish the show well and I wish the ladies well and I you know again I have a great relationship with the network I talk to Andy all the time I have a still a great relationship with Truly Original so it's kind of like you know I'm rooting for them from afar but at the same time it's kind of like it's kind of weird for me it's been 11 years and I will say I was like wow you know I was thinking at the photo shoot and I was like I didn't really feel that one like I was thinking about what I would have worn had I been at the photo shoot (laughs) reminiscing and just you know thinking about all the memories and it just was a little weird for me to not actually be there but uh again I'm happy for the ladies and I'm excited for the season and it does actually feel good to just watch it and not really be a part of the drama you know so
1: and there, there were two photo shoots I don't know if you know all this and saw yes. all of this
0: yes yes Bravo did one and then my good friend Eric Robinson did one for the ladies and you know it's so funny because um and they probably won't like that I'm saying this, but to be honest, we always never liked our Bravo photo shoot. And we're always like, oh, you know, we wish we had this photographer. We wish we could have worn this or whatever. So we always said for years that we were gonna get together and we would do our Bravo shoot. And then we would do our own shoot and do our own little promotional thing with what we wanted to do as, as a cast. And we never, we were always so crazy and busy. We never did it. So this was the first year they did it. And I was like, damn it you guys finally did it when I'm not there. But it looked amazing. The one with the white was incredible. They they all looked amazing.
1: I thought it was really good. Why did you guys never like your photo shoot? Just like the options of what to wear and the back. It's
0: just one of those things. We just wanted to be, I guess, a little bit more in control of it. And like you know, when it comes down from, from from Bravo, they're just very specific and we have to use their photographer and we have to use their team and their stylist and whatever. They just kind of have, it's like a machine that they've just always had, I guess, in place for years and we just have to do it their way. But, um, you know, creatively, you know, we always were like, oh man, we want to do something where we're like, you know, jumping out of a helicopter or whatever, you know, and we were like, we should just get together and do our own thing. And, Again, that's something we always talked about and they finally did it this year and I thought it looked great.
1: I thought it looked great. Do you think like, because now there's, do you see all this stuff online where they say, you know, like Beverly Hills gets like a huge photo shoot. New York gets a huge photo shoot. I don't know about now with you, New York, you know, and there is this whole thing like Atlanta gets like a B-list photo shoot with like the OC. And do you think there's any truth to that? Because that's what everyone's saying.
0: Well, I know, I, I feel like we, we you know they did go all out for our photo shoots to be honest we just always wanted to kind of implement you know we work with certain glam we work with certain stylists in Atlanta and we work with certain photographers so we always just like we're you know we're just more more comfortable working with our own teams and putting them together but I will say it always did feel like you know We would, we were number, Atlanta was a number one for so long, we would always have conversations about like, why don't we get more promotion? Why don't we get to do cooler promotional, um, you know, campaigns for our show? And they would always pretty much tell us, you guys don't need it. You guys are, people are going to watch Atlanta anyway. So some of the other, you know, Beverly Hills was, you know, new for a while. I felt like they definitely promoted them and they got to do really cooler, you know, promotional shoots uh, to promote the show. And we didn't really get to do a lot of extra stuff. We just kind of, you know, a lot of our shoots, we would just roll it over to the next season and change the color of the dress. So, you know, we definitely felt like, you know, although we were number one for a long time, we still wanted that same, you know, creative, you know, promotion where we could, you know, do some fun stuff too.
1: Totally. Well, listen, you've been on for 11 years. So, I mean, if I want anyone's opinion, I mean, it is someone like yourself, you know, the show better than a lot of people. So first of all, are you watching this season? I mean, I know it just started, but are you going to actually watch like this season as a viewer?
0: I am. I'm definitely going to watch the season for sure. I, cause it's going to be fun to watch it. You know, it's like I said, it's a little weird that I'm not on it, but like Marlo has a peach for the first time. It's just, The whole dynamic of the show has changed a lot. You know, Portia's not on the show this season. You know, she was a huge player on the show. So I'm definitely going to watch it. I have to be honest. I didn't watch the first episode, but I did. um, Mike recorded it. So we plan on watching it at some point. I have my cocktail ready (laughs) to watch it. But again, we did record it and I definitely plan on on watching it. and And I support them 100%.
1: You're going to need to get like a whole bunch of your seagrins and your mamosas for it, like, I think.
0: (laughs) Well, enjoy it. Look, I'm going to be like you guys. I'm going to get my life. I'm going to sit right on my couch and kick back and be like, oh, my God, did you see that? Can you believe this happened? So it's going to be kind of cool to watch kind of like as a spectator and just be like, oh, wow, you know.
1: You but, can just uh, say all of you enjoy that drama and good luck to you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm good over here. I'm trying to, I'm still on the drama diet right now.
1: <laughs> what do you think about like Marlo getting her peach? I mean, she finally has a peach. Like what, what do you think of that?
0: Oh, I think it's time, you know, Marlo has been working with us for so long. You know, I feel like her fans definitely deserve to see her story. You know, they have, a, you know, there's always a lot of questions about Marlo um, you know, this thing about Marlo, I don't even know, and I and I know Marlo. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 nice. I feel like you know, as a housewife, consistently for so many years, I had to tell my story, tell <laughs> talk about all my tea, my ups, downs. Everybody knows, money broke, you know, back on top, marriage, divorce. It's like uh let's get into marlo's tea let's let's find out the tea we want some of this good marlo tea she's over here but she didn't really have to spill the tea like we did you know as housewives so now she's a housewife she has a well-deserved peach and we want to know the tea
1: well everyone would like to know the tea that is on the cast with her they're already saying you know where do you get your money we don't understand your finances they yeah, well, are been
0: in that for years <laughs> Well, they they've would... been asking, that's the that is the number one question they've been asking that for years and i'm sure um you know you guys have several episodes for her to explain all of it to you guys so and i'm sure she will
1: well rumor is you know just in from what we've seen so far and like you know this season on where they show all that like rumor is like marlo is the villain she is taking no prisoners. she is taking this speech <laughs> very seriously she is coming for everyone
0: Listen, when you finally get that peach, you know, she's like, I'm going to make sure I don't lose this peach anytime soon. So, you know, Marlo has learned a lot from the sidelines, honey. She understands the assignment and, uh, you know, you know, good for her. Do you?
1: I think that's it. Right. Like she's like sat on the sidelines and studied. And I think that she doesn't want to lose this peach ever oh, now. <laughs> No, I don't think she wants to lose that peach anytime soon. <laughs> and in a way, if you think about it, then this is a brilliant decision by Bravo in production to give her a peach because she's going to hold on to that for dear life. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. And then because it took so long, you know, people are really expecting her to step up. I, she's probably the one they expect the most from just because they really, you know, this is her moment. So it's like, hey, so which, you got the peach. What are you going to do with it? Let's go. You know?
1: What about, you know, we know this season I mean Candy was just here. I mean, I'm not spilling anything out of school. I mean, you know, Candy was a very big proponent for Marlo getting a peach and like Marlo does stuff happens between Marlo and Candy this season which is there's a lot that happens. Like are I you
0: sure? Sh- I'm like, "Oh lord. <laughs> I'm definitely going to watch. You know, I talked to, you know, pretty much all of the ladies at this point. And I just had dinner with Candy not that long ago. She always calls me when she's out here in California. And she was definitely like, girl, me and Marlo went at it. And I can't even believe it. I was like the main one riding for her. And then she came for me. You know, I was like, oh, my goodness. So I am very interested to see how that all plays out. And, you know, the thing as a former housewife, I just hope that Um, whatever it is that happened on camera, that they'll be able to eventually just move past it. And it's not easy because, you know, we have feelings and, you know, when your feelings are hurt, your feelings are hurt. And, um, you know, especially if you feel like you genuinely, you know, supported that person or had love for them. So sometimes it takes a little minute to let it go. So, I mean, it's easy for me to say, oh yeah, well, they move past it. But like, I have definitely been guilty of holding on. (laughs) So so (laughs) when I'm mad, I'm like, leave me alone and let me be mad. It's two
1: two
0: months, two years, whatever it is. I'll call you when I'm not mad anymore.
1: (laughs) You're like, just give me a minute. Like, can
0: I be mad? Like, you can't like hurt me, stab in my heart and be like, hey, do you want to go have uh, margaritas now? No, bitch, I don't. (laughs) I want to be mad at you. You hurt me. I love you. And you hurt my feelings. So now you have to be on a timeout.
1: (laughs) I hope they I mean, Candy said here, which I mean, she said like, you know, we're good now, but she's like, but now I have to watch the whole season. And
0: that's the thing, that's the problem. It's like you, it happens, you get to a decent place most of the time. Um, uh, because it's so much time in between, you know, the show actually coming out, you know what I'm saying? And you, it's not like you never have to see each other, you still have to see these people. It's not like in real life where you literally could just get mad at somebody at work and literally never have to see them again if you don't want to or not hang out with them or, you know, film with them and stuff. So yeah, watching it is the tough part because then it's side conversations with the other ladies. And then you're like, Oh my God. And then you have, you know, social media, like, Oh my God she treats you so bad how could you let me be her friend you know I wouldn't do this if it was me I wouldn't talk to that bitch anymore or whatever whatever so you have all of that and then that really gets you in your feelings because you're like well maybe it wasn't that bad I know you know we already kind of made up whatever and then you're just like oh my god I'm mad all over again now.
1: <laughs> exactly what about what do you think about the return of Sheree I mean you've worked with her before
0: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, I've always thought Sheree was great for the show. You know, she brings only what Sheree brings. You know what I mean? You know, Sheree is that combination of nice and, and shady at the same time. You never know where you're going to get like in person. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, she's so sweet, so nice. And then you see an in interview, you're like, wait, what? Wait, what did you just say? So Sheree is an OG. You know, the OGs understand the assignment more than anyone because they were part of the beginning of of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I'm super excited, you know, to see like, you know, you know, her whole personal life plays out. I actually had dinner with Sheree when she was out here as well. So we got a chance to catch up. And, um, you know, super excited to see uh, Sheba Sheree. Like I'm still waiting on my box, Sheree. What's going on? You know what I'm saying? I already told you, I got you. So um, just to see her whole thing come full circle. And that's one of the things I really love about Bravo and NBC is that you can be a housewife and then you can be a friend and then you can be nothing, you can be gone, then you come back as a housewife, come back as a friend. You know, I really love that, you know, depending on what you have going on in your life at different times that, you know, these girls can, you know, leave, come back, you know, Um, it's it's, kind of cool because, you know, one year you may kind of not really be in a headspace to really shoot or just not really have much going on. And then the next year you could have all this stuff going on and the fans are still, you know, so true to all of us at the end of the day that it's kind of cool. You can just kind of go in and out. So, you know, I always say, you know, I get asked a lot, like, would you ever go back? Would you ever go back? I never say never just because I don't know if the show's still going on in a couple of years. I may want to go and stick my pinky toe back into fire again, but for now, you know, I'm really enjoying you know, being able to still be on television and showing you guys all these other things that, uh, these other layers, these other uh, layers of Cynthia Bailey feel that you guys didn't or don't always get to see on Housewives. It and will- then the reruns too. Like I'm still not on the show, but the show seemed like they rerun forever. So <laughs>
1: Even forever. though I'm not on on it. So. <laughs> and listen, you don't even have to watch it. You're having dinner with Candy, dinner with Sheree. Like you, you, you I- know more than most of us probably at this point.
0: Absolutely. I I talked to them all anyway. So it's, 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 it's pretty cool.
1: You're like, what happens? What about, you know, I know you were just on, you were just on like Fox with like Claudia Jordan and Vivica Fox, you know, what about like, you know, we've had a couple of one to two season wonders like Claudia and even Marcel Kim mm-hmm. Fields, and Shamari. Those are really the four during your time. Who do you think is like out of those four underrated? Like Claudia, Kim, Shamari, and Eva, as far as like, you know, you only had one or two seasons. Right. And No, there's a lot more there, guys.
0: But, well, I have
1: to say, you
0: know, for all of those ladies who I love all of those ladies, one season is not enough time to really, you know, you just get your feet wet the first season. It's that second season that you come back and you're like, okay, you know what? I get it. I'm ready to play ball because even my own first season, I was like, wait, what's going on? You know, like we were like getting married, we going broke. And I was like, you know, I had friend contract, you know, I was like besties with NeNe and they were calling me single black female. And I was like, wait, I look crazy. Like I looked a hot ass mess first season. Like forget being ass back. I watched it. I was like, do I want to come back? Like I look like a crazy person on the show. So, but what happens is you watch yourself and you're like, you know what? Okay, this is how you play the game. Okay, okay, I get it. Cause you, you don't know how to do it until you actually do it. And you can sit back and watch it and be like, oh, if I was on there as a housewife, I would do this. I would be friends with this one, whatever. Well, the very person that you think you are going to be friends with is gonna be the first one to light you up when you get on there. So it's never what you think it's going to be. So you need like really two years to really like sort it out. You know what I'm saying? And I think I most of the other housewives feel that way. So anyway, to answer your question, I do love all of those ladies, but I will say Claudia Jordan without question came in was blazing because the hardest and she's as quick and she's as funny. And uh, I felt like if she had another season, um, the show, I felt like she really could. There's nobody like Claudia on the show. I feel like she really brought something different to the show and uh you know she would she wasn't backing down she wasn't afraid of anyone she like came in and went for it and um I felt like you know a lot lot of people the fans like wait 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 you're like it's almost too strong like but she's like whatever I don't care who's coming for me so I would definitely say Claudia.
1: Good answer I've had her on this show twice and I think she is one of the most underrated housewives of all time and Claudia doesn't care and she's authentic. And she really, there's no, there's no acting. There's no agenda. Claudia is like in the moment and like, wait, I got some things to say to you (laughs) right now.
0: And she got time. Okay. She got time to definitely get you together. So I felt like she definitely brought, um, I thought I felt like she was very authentic. And I will say my girl, Eva Marcel, who I'm very, very close to, I felt like, you know, Eva was pregnant most of the time she was on the show. So, you know, it's kind of hard to go back and forth with a pregnant lady. And I felt like, you know, she had she just been on there not pregnant at least one season. I felt like we would have definitely have gotten a chance to see, you know, really more of her personality and what she brings to the table.
1: I think so. And I just don't think it was a fit for Kim Fields, which she'll be the first one to admit. Oh, I
0: love Kim. I love Kim. I worked so much with Kim. She did the commercial for my eyewear line um, when she was on the show. Um, I really honestly don't think it was right for Kim. It was not a good fit. But I'm glad she came on because I felt like, um, you know, it definitely, um, you know, it just gave us a chance to kind of see what works and whatever, whatever. Um, but I feel like it definitely helped her and she's like doing so many great things now. And uh, she's a good lady. She's a good, she's a good mama and I love me some kiln fields, which is why I shot with her all the time and ultimately ended up, you know, shooting the commercial with her, which I still love, so...
1: I love, listen, Facts of Life, one of the best shows that's ever existed, people. (laughs) What about, speaking of Eva, did you give, I mean, you, you were, you went through Girls Trip, like, did you give Eva or any of your other friends any advice that were going Uh, to film Girls Trip too?
0: You know, I just, the only advice I actually gave her was when they initially approached her about it. She was like, I know you just did it. Do you think I should do it? And I was like, absolutely. You should absolutely do it. You know, um you know, it's a very different experience from being on the regular show. So I absolutely think she'd do it. So I totally advised her to do it and she did it. And I'm so excited. I think I just saw, I saw my timeline, uh, the uh, pre a preview of it, of it. And it looks, it looks really good. It looks really good. So I'm excited. It's going to watch
1: it. it's gonna be really good. What about this season? Cause this season that we're in for Atlanta, Kenya has come out and said, you know what? I'm done being the villain, people. Like, I'm passing the baton. Let Marlo take it. I don't care who takes it, but I'm going to have fun. I'm going to be a lighthearted Kenya. Now, is Kenya more capable of being not the villain and (laughs) lighthearted Kenya for an entire RHOA season? Is this possible?
0: Well, I mean, villain or no villain, I think, you know, Kenya's always going to be the shade assassin. She just is effortless with it. You know, she has fun with it. It is what it is. So, You know what? I feel like, you know, for me, just on Girls Trip, like I almost felt like I was the villain on that show because I was having some issues with people. So the villain thing is not all as cracked up to be. So I was so stressed out on that trip. And uh, I would never want to be the villain or just even. Be I wouldn't want I didn't want any part of that and it ended up you know I was having you know I was struggling on that trip a lot for various reasons but anyway um you know good for her if she can you know you know being the villain was such a big part of her story for so long you know it's gonna be fun to see what else she has going on if she's not gonna be the villain and you know we just get to see you know fun lovable Kenya good for her
1: and where are you guys now like I know like you said girls trip did kind of change her
0: Yeah, it did. it did. But, you know, I I will always have love for Kenya. We're, we're not where we used to be. Um, I wish her well, you know, just because, you know, we're not like what we used to be doesn't mean that I um, don't love and support her because I do 100%. You know, she killed it on Dance with Stars, which I knew she was going to do. I knew that was something she always wanted to do. I think she's an incredible mom. Um, you know, we're like, you know, with friendships. Friendships go up and down. It is what it is. Um, for me, uh, I'm in a space where um, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm, I'm good where we are. You know, we, you know, she, she texts from time to time. If I see each other, it's like, if we, when I see her, you know, for me, it's all love. Ups and down, real friendships.
1: So you guys do text and it's not like you're not speaking or anything like that.
0: Um, I got a text from her not that long ago, actually. Uh, I think she was out here probably shooting some stuff for Bravo and she wouldn't know if I was in town. And I actually was on my way to Miami. I had a um, event that I had to do in Miami for New You Magazine. So, but anyway, I did want to say... I did want to shout out my new bag line, uh, Neela Bags. Uh, I just did a collaboration with them. It's called the Bailey Bag. I'm so excited about this bag. It's a very high-end luxury bag. And it's just in time for Mother's Day. You guys can check it out on my IG or go to neelabags.com. Beautiful, beautiful bag. Um, With a
1: pouch and without a pouch. You
0: can wear with the pouch, without the pouch. You can wear the pouch as a a little belt thingy on the side. It's so, so cute. You can mix up the colors. We're going to have, you're going to be seeing a lot of this bag and seeing me wearing a lot of this bag. I'm so excited about it. And can't forget my baby CB by or We are actually opening up a store in the Beverly Center in two weeks. We are planning for the grand opening to be on the, we'll, we'll go inside on the 20th. Of, I think we're going to do our grand opening on the 28th. So we are in the Beverly Center, CB by Or, Our new smoke collection is out. CB I is saw there. that. Um it is so nice. It is beautiful. And again, just in time for Mother's Day and we have cells on both of the bags right now. So snap them up, ladies and, and men, especially with my CVVAR because the CVVAR bags are for the most part unisex.
1: And the Beverly Center, that's no joke. That's like major.
0: You have no idea. <laughs> it's a lot. It's like, I'm literally going to be like living in the be- Beverly Center. I feel like I'm going to have to be there as much as I can be in between uh, working and doing these other shows. I have booked a couple of the TV shows that I have coming up that I'll talk to you about later. But um,
1: when you come sure. back. Two very quick questions before we go. One, because you know how the world works. If we don't ask a certain question, it's going to become a bigger thing than if I ask you. Hit me, hit me. I'm going to have to ask you just because you were there. Like, what do you think of this whole thing with like Nini's lawsuit against Bravo and Andy?
0: Oh, Oh, man. You know, I think it's just unfortunate to watch how that relationship has has ended you know i was friends with nini for a long time you know when she was the housewife you know what i mean like when you think of the real housewives of Atlanta, you think of nini leaks and that is all you know bravo's creation so you know they worked so well together for so many years it really breaks my heart to see um where, where where it's at now because like I said, when I was there and I was there and like hating, it was like, you know, hanging out with NeNe Leakes was like from Housewives, she was like my first friend on the show. So I've seen what it was and uh, it's, you know, unfortunate that it, that it is where it is. And I hope that they can work past it, work through it. Um, and that's all I
1: really have to say on it. Do you, do you think they could ever work past it? Like, do you think it's anything's fixable?
0: I, don't, I honestly don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Uh, but I hope so. Because, you know, like I said, you know, she was such a big part of this franchise for so long that it would be nice to see, you know, see it work out.
1: I hope so too. And final question before we go, because I know you grew very close to Teresa during girls' trip. You know, I know you said, like, you know, she was always on the phone with Louie and love, love, love. And
0: she was worse than when Mike and I first met. Remember, I was like, hashtag chill and Mike, Mike, Mike. Oh, Teresa and Louie, 10 times worse than Mike ever were. I was like, oh my God. Like I I didn't think I've met my match, you know. She was she's so happy, so in love. I'm so happy for her.
1: Are you shocked at like all of this? You know, like we just had a season of Jersey where like, you know, people came for her and it's all talk about not knowing what's going on in the world. Like Louis has been thrown into the lion's den and everyone has got something like, you know,
0: I, you know, I've met him. I've, you know, Teresa's my girl. All I see is love when I see them together. I honestly have not watched the show. You know, I see you on the blogs and stuff, but. I don't really, you know, pay attention to a lot of that stuff for the obvious reasons, because like when I'm on the blog about some nonsense, Mike and I on the blog about some nonsense, I'm hoping they're not paying attention to my stuff. So I always give people that benefit of the doubt, but I'm just going to go with the fact that I know her heart, you know, Louis seems like so in love with her. So I'm rooting for them. I'm happy for them.
1: I love it. Well, listen, the Neela bag is so high. It's masculine. It's feminine. It's like, it is totally unisex. I love it. I want one. No, it's true. They're they're gorgeous. Congratulations on the Beverly center, the mimosas. Yes. Where can everyone find you online that wants to like follow you and follow all yes. this and make purchases. Oh, it's
0: please, great. please, please follow me, Cynthia Bailey on Instagram with the little blue check and uh, on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, I'm always promoting all my things. I appreciate all the support from all of you guys. Um, and thank you for all the support for this next chapter. Uh, you guys definitely, again, I was like, oh my God, uh, I'm never going to work again in life. And it has been incredible, incredible. And I have so many fun things coming up to share with you guys. So, hey, this next chapter is going to be the best chapter. I love you guys. To all the badass moms out there, here's from me, Seagram's Skates, Mimosa. Hey, half sparkling wine, half of any one of these delicious flavors baka whatever you want to do, celebrate life. Every day should be Mother's Day. I love you guys.
1: Love you. Thank you. And just keep, keep working. So then you'll just keep back, oh keep coming oh, back. Here.
0: I have no choice. I'm in full hustle mode over here. <laughs> so is my We're like,
1: I love this that.
0: This is it. But you know what? It feels so good because we have each other and we're doing it together. So.
1: I love it. Well, congratulations. This is a new chapter. You're busy, all your success.
0: And I'm so glad that I talked to you. Anytime you want to talk to me, Mike, us together, you know, we always have a good time with you. And uh, thank you for just keeping it real, but also keeping it positive means a lot.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate you. Say hi to Mike. You're both wonderful and you guys are welcome back anytime. And yes, I will be taking you up on that. So thank you.
0: All right. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye.